Welcome to another edition of Two Guys and a Bottle of or whatever you're having. What's happening? What's going on, you podheads? <laughs> Here we are. Episode... WTF. Episode. 42. 42. 42. On 5-16-2020. Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah, actually, uh, finally above 50 degrees, a little sunshine today, a little, uh, yeah, yeah, good day, good day. Yeah, it's like spring break in Michigan. <laughs> yeah, no shit, no shit. About, about two months later, but, you know. <laughs> I know, what's that supposed to be? That was like the uh, first first weekend of April, I think, uh, sec- second week, second week of April, I think we were supposed to be on spring break, so. Yeah, yeah, still no. waiting for that. I, I just got the uh, I just got the text the other day wanting to know um, what the summer plans were to travel and you know vacation schedules and all those kind of things you got to worry about. And I went, um, yeah, I, I I I'm not sure if I can plan that. I'm I'm still waiting to take spring break. So yeah, <laughs> uh, get a hold of me in September. Right? <laughs> no, no doubt. I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'll let you know. I mean, we'll figure it out how we got to figure it out. But yeah, sooner or later, we're actually going to get let out of this, uh, let out of the state, or, or for that matter, let out of this house. You know. Gay <laughs> line. I've been getting out of the house. I've been I've been working, man. I told everybody last week. I think, uh, you know, just back in the back in the construction business, man. Got to no. do something, you know. No, 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 and they and they let everybody go. This, they free yeah, everybody. This, so there is well, there is some uh, construction going on out there, but uh, yeah, not a not a ton, but uh, yeah, it's it's starting to starting to starting to grow a little bit. What are you seeing? You guys got a lot of installs going. You got a lot of new stuff going in. Well, yeah, there's, we got, we got, we got a lot of jobs lined up. It's just what we can get to because of, of the weather. You know, I mean, it's raining. Sure. I, I, I do, I, dude, I, I opened a pool in a, in a downpour the other day, just, just to go to work, you know, and some of the guys were like, man, I just, I don't want to go out and get sick. You know, you know, you still get that hypothermia, sick, cold, you know, it, you, you catch it. You can catch a cold that way. Oh, it don't have to be coronavirus. Yeah, you can. No, it don't have to very be coronavirus. Sick this time of year. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this dude said, you know what, Scoot? You know, we're not made of sugar. You know, let's go play outside. And uh, we had about a two-hour window where it was uh, it was coming in, but we knew it was coming in. It was that Thursday, that heavy storm that come in, and uh, we got stuck right in the middle of it. And we were pretty much done playing around with the the pump and the electricity. So <laughs> what's a good uh, thing? <laughs> they think, thank God, you know, I'm sitting there trying to plug this extension cord in this pump when it's <laughs> torrential downpour. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I've almost died a couple of times. I think I told that story about the, the, the white uh, extension, extension cord coming down in the pool. Yeah. Uh, out well, on the Island. I think I told that story before. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, water and electricity. I, I don't play. Bill. They don't yeah. mix. I learned it a long time ago. I've been an electrician for years. Of course, I really can't call myself an electrician anymore. But yeah, that's a that's a no no. No electricity and uh, water. It don't no. work out very good ever. 
<laughs> yeah, but that's that electrician stuff. That's like uh, that's like once you take your first drink, you're you're once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of an addiction. That's that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So yeah, I guess uh, they got this new Captain Morgan orange vanilla twist Captain Morgan. I guess you're supposed to add like Sunkiss to it. Really? Tastes just like a, a, a the push-ups. Remember the push-ups? I do. They were I kid, do. that was orange things. Yeah, kind of like that, or like a like a, a cream soda or a float. You know, uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm not a rum drinker. I think everybody knows that by now. But uh, a buddy of mine brought this. You over. sick little monkey. And uh, I know. <laughs> I hope it don't make me sick because it tastes pretty goddamn good. I don't think I'm so. Out. Captain Morgan and Sunkist. Yeah, that's Captain yep. Morgan vanilla. Right. Okay. All right. And yep. Sunkist. Yeah. I'm no. No. That's uh. I've, I've, but, but, but before they made this stuff, I swear to God, and the guy that brought this over had to, had to show it with me because, uh, I don't think we invented it, but uh, it was new to me. And we were making drinks at the bar before the stuff came out that tasted like this. We took the original Captain Morgan mm -hmm. and, you, and you take half and half and sun-kissed pop and it, and it tastes almost just like this. Really? And those, those were pretty damn good too. Yeah. That okay. Taste, yeah. Those reminded me of those uh, push-ups back in the, when you were a kid. I do kid. remember those. Yeah, I, I, dude, I ain't had one in ten years since my kids were kids. No, you know? and I do remember those. There was uh, there was this place we used to go to when I was a kid, and um, they had a little cooler out back. And most of the time when we went in there, I I went and got candy. But once in a while, especially in the hot summertime, I would go get one of those push ups out of the little, the little ice chest that she had out out on the back of the store. And it, yeah, that was that was the one yeah. that was kind of my go to thing. But you're right, I have not seen those in years. Years I haven't seen those, and of course I probably you know haven't been looking for them either. But I haven't been looking for them. But now that now that I just brought that up, I'm gonna if I find some, I'll, I'll let you know, man. Yeah, I I really haven't. I I'm gonna keep it because there's always that new stuff in there. You know, you get the frozen Snickers bars and the frozen. Uh, what else is there? They do the frozen. Oh, they're doing a, they're doing all the kinds. Three of Musketeers stuff that, that, and all the and, all the different the peanut every, butter every, stuff. And of yeah, course every ice your, every ice cream tastes like a, a candy bar now. You Klondike know, and, and your your ice milk because even the ice cream sandwiches don't taste the same anymore. You get the ice milk ice cream sandwich, which you know the, the chocolate's still good, but the ice cream in the middle of it is like you know I might as well just throw some water and throw it in the middle of that son of a bitch because it don't taste anything like it used to. But nope. uh, yeah, yeah, no, I have not yeah, seen push ups in forever. Hey, I got a quick question for you. This Shoot. is this is for you, not for the uh, audience right now. Oh. Um, but in case we, it looks we it sounds like it looks like on my screen that we're recording, but I'm not getting the little uh, the normal. You're looking for the bars and waves. There, there we go. go. Yeah, gotta, okay, gotta help the Sorry. preacher man out. Make sure he's on the same page. Yeah, all you gotta yeah, do is look at that uh, little. Yeah, another show meeting for the listeners. But all you gotta do is look at the the uh, top sound bar right there. So as long as that's uh, as long as that's making percolation up there, then you kind of well, know. You, well, you, you guys know my famous question. You know, are, are, <laughs> yeah, we, are, are we, we 
Are yes, we recording? Sir. Sorry, yeah, I, I I scrolled it down for I don't know what I was doing earlier. That's that's the label track where we when when you say the f words and the uh, all those yeah. kind of things. That's where we mark them <laughs> as we throw them in. You know, we throw them in right down here. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> get, man. get one. Uh, say uh, say p.m. No, I just didn't want to get. Uh, is, I didn't want to. I didn't want to get caught on a hot mic. Here. It is bad, you know. We put those in yeah. there, but no, I'm sorry. <laughs> but here's here's your track you're used to looking at. So yeah, we'll make sure. All right. Even though we'll make that the uh, we'll make the the show notes out of that, so that listeners uh, listeners know what they want to. Oh, I have a variety pack of. Holy moly! What are we having? What are we having tonight, preacher man? I, I'm not sure. I uh, the robot bartender's uh, bringing up the lining up the shots for us. So, oh wow, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what uh, what we're after nice. tonight. Calabunga, dude. <laughs> Tequila, your favorite. Oh yeah, that's that's not going to end well. So you want to do what a half hour show? Is that what you were thinking? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't be, know. The listeners might you, might enjoy that. You'll be carrying on while I'm over here going. Whoo! <laughs> just ain't gonna work out i guarantee it doesn't matter what's wow. my first drink or my last drink tequila and i do not we're not friends those, just not those friends. guys those guys finally put out a half hour show thank god <laughs> jesus they, those, those guys just talk and talk and drink and talk thank you that was a lot less work <laughs> thought i was in thought i was in for another two hours of my life that i wasn't gonna ever get back but no guess what they only did a half hour show because because scooter just fell off his chair again <laughs> right i used to say that all the time you know when something something was uh not going my way or it was just a like a shit day or whatever it's like oh yeah there's like six hours I'm never going to get back in my oh, life. Exactly. <laughs> you know, thanks a lot, man. You know, just standing around all day like. Yeah. Doo, 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 doo. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. I know we've all wasted some time, but man, when other people waste my time, I get bent, <laughs> dude. You know. Well, you know, I don't know, normally, about, I don't know about you. But normally they, other... they waste their time on this because they want to. So I, I guess it really isn't a waste of time if you actually listen to it. No, not the through, show. So. I'm talking about just in general. Just people in general. Out there, yeah. People out there where it's like come on man you know we could have been done two three hours ago right right yeah you know, i'm not getting those two three hours back ever no no so, oh but anyway oh but shit oh man we got some stories for you guys out there i think man we look, do we do but before it gets too far along we actually have to get to uh the uh gary's gary's uh shot of the week all right i'm getting I mean, mad with i'm getting mad with this guy Oh, you'll you'll see him soon enough. And, and I know. in the meantime, just... in the meantime, just so we can uh, so we can get uh, Gary's Gary's shot of the weekend here. It we, is tradition. We'll we'll uh, we'll play one of his favorite songs, you know, because he does such a good job with it. So a little patriotic and a little sad all at the same time. So here's to you, brother. <laughs> Poor Vince. That's Vince Neal. I knew it soon. <laughs> God bless the song and God bless America. But I'm, but I'm pretty sure that Vince needs some help because. <laughs> 
Okay, God bless him for trying. I'll give him that. God bless him. God bless him. <laughs> Just, I don't know where his tone went. I don't know. I hope he doesn't sound like that on stage for all those people that bought tickets to their next show that's coming up. Uh, is it still this year or is it next year? Yeah, my, well, I don't know what's going on, but I know that, uh, yeah, Molly Crew's going to do something. Uh, again, I, I did see that. Well, well Vince so. should be happy because here's what I heard. When, when they announced that show... Vince, I believe, said that his goal was before they toured, before they did that that show, his goal was he was taking thirty pounds off and taking singing lessons. So <laughs> he just bought himself a lot of time. So if he got, goes out and does that show and still looks like the the same guy that did the Star Spangled Banner three years ago, <laughs> then it's his own damn fault. <laughs> Dude, just watching him there, I thought he was going to eat that basketball. I swear to <laughs> God, like, I'm just so hungry. Get in my belly. <laughs> All right, hold on. I, hold on. I got to do this song. Hold on. <laughs> that basketball is Oh, good. what a bastard. That's nice, though. I, <laughs> I know I know they couldn't see the video, but hold, remember seeing that video with him? <laughs> he, was like, he was like 300 pounds. Yeah, I, I think I still have that. I'll put the link on that to the, the show. Show notes if everybody wants yeah. to revisit the old Vin- Vince Neal Star Spangled Banner atrocity, but uh, yeah, what a mess! What a mess! What a mess! Yeah, I forgot about that drop, but that was in the archives, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, was oh, yeah, we, yeah, we, we had to make a drop out of that's that. That's in there, that's from uh, it's actually a year ago. That was uh, that was July of was uh, July of last year that we, yeah, that we said I was gonna say one. it wasn't too long ago, no, that. no, last year. But on that well, note, what, well, you started playing the video. What did you do a shot of? Oh, that was Dickel. Sorry, yeah, we had a little George oh. Dickel. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm not I'm, sure. Uh, I'm not sure what the. I think I was talking too much, and we weren't actually getting to a decision point. So the uh, robot bartender just said, "You're having Dickel because you haven't had enough whiskey today. So I'll just put some more in you and watch it fall down." <laughs> you did get a head start. I did. I did. But it was a good day. It was a good you day. Did. So, so I'll t- I'll tell you about the day. I, I know we talked briefly about this a little earlier, but I'll tell you about the day. You know, and this just goes to show you. You know, kind of leading into where we're at. But this goes to show you what a weird world. I mean, my son has been due for his. Um, you know, it, they kind of rank them accordingly, and you know this from from being in it, but. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, he was due to, to test for his black belt all the way back in, I want to say that was, uh, I think that was the end of April that, that, that testing date was supposed to happen, which obviously nobody's, you know, doing anything or going anywhere, or, you know, keeping together. So, I mean, it took, took almost a month and a half. I mean, I guess we're close to probably two months since that testing was supposed to happen. So they just decided, you know what, there was, there was, uh, three kids for the, for the Taekwondo, for the Taekwondo. There was three right. of them, three of them that have been due to test that were supposed to test in April. And so they did a virtual testing online, you know, in, in the zoom world. And, uh, um, yeah, I had four of them that, uh, actually, you know, went and did their testing today and accomplished their black belt. And, and <laughs> what a, what a strange world. And I, you know, and I told them, I said, it was funny when, uh, when we were going for a ride, uh, ride back to his mom's earlier, I said, I says, you know, it's so strange, but I said, this will, this will, this will stay with you for years because something that nobody's ever done, you know, you actually got your black belt in a, in a virtual world during a pandemic, your first black belt came to you, you know, in just the strange world we live in. And this is kind of what you had to do, but yeah, so proud, you know, so proud. It was a neat day, neat morning. 
and they did the best they could and uh, went through it and did their thing. And, and uh, yeah, so it was very cool. Very cool day. I know you texted me earlier and uh, I think Chris, I was like, good job, bud. Yeah. 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 He's a good kid. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you're a proud daddy. And you, and you know how that goes. I mean, that, uh, that black belt, uh, that's something you just, you know, it's something you work hard for. I mean, it took him eight years to get that. You work yep. hard for it and it's going to, you know, he'll carry it with him for the rest of his life. You know, something will yep. always be there. So yep. always that's on his true. resume, always be there. And yeah, good for him. Good for him. And he put the time into it and, you know, God bless him. God bless yeah. him. So, you go for a second, second black belt. You yeah. Know, second, degree, third, fourth, you know? fifth, you yeah. know, ninth, ninth. His instructor carries an eighth degree. So, um, yeah, he's yes, only he got, does. Yeah, it's only got one higher to go until he's the top of the class. But, but yeah, well, his, his, uh, sensei was mine sensei, uh, back in the day. Yes. Master Mike. I didn't, I'll spit, I'll spit, uh, uh, Michael Vasquez out there for sure. I mean, uh, yep. And Tony. Yep. Yep. For yep. sure. Yeah, both those people, great, uh, great students, great teachers, great, uh, great people, both of them. So, yeah, God yeah, that was uh, when I it. was doing that. That was back, uh, man. I'm gonna say last Tuesday. Oh, eighty nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's track of time. Um, eighty nine, ninety, ninety one, right around that area when I was uh, going up there. Um, you know, doing the taekwondo thing. Very cool. Those are good guys, though. But yeah, I, I I remember I lost track. I went to Florida for a little while. I think when I heard Mike was on his six degree black belt, and then when I came back and I found out I, he's already been to Korea twice and went over there and tested, I believe, and he has his eight degree black belt. He's he's actually a ninth degree now. Ninth degree. Oh, is he? Yeah, and and he is part of the Grandmaster Society now. Oh so, sure. Yeah. So Mike Vasquez is a Grandmaster. So yeah, he's he's accomplished hey. his. Uh, his uh, stuff through his life, and and you know, and the funny thing is, you look at you and me. He ain't much older than us. A little bit, a little bit. Well, we'll say he's a little bit older than us, but uh, yeah, a little bit. He's not I much, mean, not much. So no, Tony, so, Tony, Tony's the dad, and Mike. Yeah, Mike was probably five, six years, I think, older than me. Yeah, I think, I think. Um, but yeah, those guys were always polite and very nice and professional, um, even when you know back in the day their yep. reputation uh, precedes them so uh go well, congratulations anyway well yeah very thank cool. you and i appreciate it and very very proud dad and it was a good day so um so yeah excuse me if we've over celebrated but uh but yeah we had uh, we had a good time today and sharing with everybody and enjoying that basking in the glory you know after eight years and i i don't even want to th i was just thinking about that earlier I, i've never even mentioned that but how many hundred dollars but <laughs> that's trivial trivial for what he's what he's accomplished so good for him mm -hmm. good for him yeah so all right so here we are so we haven't talked since last week uh come uh 20, 20 20 come sammy come sammy so come we, we were we we are banished to another uh 20 to the 28th now 28th is the is the new lockdown that that uh has been i think that came out since we did the last show i think that came out uh first of the week or maybe that day we were recording the show but yeah i, I don't know if we talked about it was it. close we, yeah it was close to it i don't think we quite talked about it. i think it was maybe the day after or whatever that it, Monday. if i remember right i think when we talked last i think um i think at that point i was confused because she had issued the new emergency order the right. uh, state of the emergency but right. there wasn't any final uh final stay at home order the the stay at home order was through the 15th and i think now we're 
were extended through the 28th, if I understand correctly. Is that what you... The, tw uh, the 28th, yes. 28th, so yep. at this point, and we're in phase three. And and I looked into that a little bit, and, and phase three basically says nobody goes anywhere except the absolute essential people. And they're they're opening up manufacturing, and they're opening up, uh, what was the other thing? Manufacturing and construction, right, yes. which you're aware yes. of. That started last Thursday, so... Yes. I believe everybody's going back to on Monday. I think, <laughs> excuse me, I think uh, all the manufacturers started prepping to bring everybody back on Monday to see how it goes. So, where well, it goes our, from here? That's, uh, that's our lucky state of Michigan that we live in. So, the rest of the country, uh, Wisconsin opened up the other day. Yes. Yeah, I heard yeah. that. I heard yeah, they're, that. they're in the bars and high-fiing and sh uh shooting the shit and shooting the shots and uh yeah they're going you know they're they're just celebrating over there that uh finally got to do it but the customers are don't have to wear masks or nothing but um all the uh servers bartenders anybody that's in the business they all have to wear masks yeah i see i see different stories coming in from all over the country and everybody's kind of doing it different which i guess well, you know i mean well from my understanding the the whole Supreme Court of the land, like that rules all fifty states, um, they they have their jurisdiction as well. And from what I understand is that they the the Supreme Court Supreme Court cannot trump uh, a, the Supreme Court of a state's uh, decision, which I thought was very weird. Uh, that you know you give these Supreme Court justices a lot of power, but they. They cannot trump the Supreme Court of the state's uh, will or say. So I just thought that was kind of weird that, um, that, you know, I mean, I guess that's how it works. I mean, they, you have to have your own Supreme Court in your own state, of course. Correct. So, you know, somebody, somebody's got to make the, the laws or decisions or whatever in your own state. But, yeah, the Supreme Court of the Wisconsin said, you know what? <laughs> Go for it. Have a good time. Okay. Rock, rock out with your socks out, man. You know. Yeah. So, I oh, got a lot of friends. I got a lot of friends in Wisconsin. I just, you know, I just hate to see that turn into a hot spot out there. You know. Well, you know, and the thing is, I mean, I I try to follow the data as best I can, and and like we said last time, you know, I'm I'm glad I'm not the guy that's making that decision because I just I don't know, I don't know, and all all we can do is watch. I mean, that that's that's the whole thing. Time will tell. And, and somebody will say, yeah, you were right or you were right. You know, that's the whole problem. That's what pisses me off more than anything is no matter what, it's not going to be, well, I'm glad you tried this. Now I'm going to learn from you. It's going to be the finger pointing and say, you stupid son of a bitch. I told you. I told you. You shouldn't have done yeah. that. And you didn't listen to me. And, you know, so it's it's just such it's, a, it's a. It's a matter of time for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. yeah. It is, and and we're not going to know nothing until we know nothing, and you know it, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out. But I don't know. I can't. I can't say that one's right, and one's wrong, or you know. But you know. Uh, neither me. I'm I'm on the fence with it. Yeah, I still play by the rules. You know, like I do too. Uh, like today, um, I ha I had to go to Menards, and I'm telling you, man, when I come around that corner and I was pulling in that parking lot. And I have my mask and my bandana, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, but you can't enter that store without one. They'll turn you away if you don't. And that's what yeah. Sam's was doing too. 
they have a security guard and she was standing there. She's got her mask on and she thanks everybody that comes in the store for wearing your mask. Right. And the guy tried walking in and she said, no, unless you got a bandana, anything to cover yourself, you know, and then he started getting pissy, you know, like a little bit. He's like, Jesus, right. you know, and I'm like, dude, we're all playing by the rules here. You know, if you wear a mask, <laughs> you, you keep me protected. If I, you know, I wear a mask. Exactly. So, exactly. and I, and I talked about that on a couple of shows back well, that, you know, that's, that was uh Chekhov, I believe it, it was, I know for, it was Czechoslovakia. The girl was on there and that that's basically their model. I protect you by wearing a mask. You protect me by wearing a mask. And that's, that's it. It's simple. And if you're caught out on the street, I, you will go to jail or however they prosecute you over there. But yep. yeah, you cannot go anywhere. If you are seen without a mask, there there's uh, severe consequences, but everybody wears a mask. Everybody's safe. Yep. It's pretty simple. No. So I have a question for you. Shoot. Cause I'm going to be, I'm going to be a racist on you right now. Well, shoot shooter. So the, the, the old man that you're talking about at Menards, how old was he? Um, he was a short little guy. Uh, he had, you know, he was gray hair. I would probably put him right around 60. Okay. And how white was he? Pretty white. So we have determined, and, and, and yeah, call me a racist if you want. I don't care. But we have determined out of this whole thing that the biggest people, the biggest offenders are, we, 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 we've, we've coined a new term for it. I'll tell you right now. We call it old white man syndrome in the coronavirus. It's old white man syndrome. And that's what we see. The guys that, these are the guys that say, and you ain't telling me what to do. You ain't telling me what to do. I, I, I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to. And, and that's, and they're always old white men. Every one of them that want to play that game and be that way. Because I'm with you, dude. I Do I agree with all the rules? I do not. I do not. There's some of them that I disagree with. I, there's some things that I've disagreed with over this whole process. But you know what? I'm not making a decision. I'm not the guy that's in charge and has to worry about who I kill and who lives and what's right and what's wrong. I'm not making those decisions. But bottom line is the rule of law, whether you, we're not legislators. We're not. And we can't make those decisions. But I'm not making a decision. And the rule of law is the rule of law. Yeah. And it, it, it's no different. And I just heard from one today going, well, you know, and I, and I told him because the latest thing, and I don't even think I saved this in our pocket, but the latest thing is St. Clair County announced they're enforcing the stay at home order. They are enforcing it, you know, which is the county that we live in, St. Clair County, um, and, you know, Port Heron area and all that. But they said they're they're enforcing the stay at home order and they will write t- tickets if they find people violent it, which is it, it, it's completely the rule. And I, you know, and expressed that to somebody and they said, well, that's just that's just a money grab. And you know what? You're right. It probably part of it is. Yes, it might be a money grab. And it's a great way to get revenue because you know what? They're losing revenue because they're not writing speeding tickets and they're not, you know, they're not writing all those other tickets they used to because there's nobody on the roads because people are following the rules. So the ones that aren't, if they want to write those tickets, they're going to write those tickets. And he says, well, I won't pay it. I won't, you know, it's no different. You know, it's a money grab, no different than you know what? Drunk driving is kind of a money grab. And we've known that for years. You know, how many, what, 10 years? You and I have dealt with that and watched that all happen. Yeah, drunk driving, <laughs> drinking and driving is a money grab. But yep. bottom line, guess what? It's the rule of law. And, of you law. know, if you want to violate it and avoid it and, 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 and try to play the game, 
go for it. But guess what? If you get caught, what's going to happen? You're going to get that $1,000 fine. You're going to go to jail. You're going to all those things because that's the rule. You choose to live in Michigan. It's not my fault. You could go live in American Somalia where they have no cases or, you know, wherever you want to go, you can move. Right. You can go to Canada where they have less than uh, 30,000 cases, whatever. But bottom line is you live in Michigan. This is the law that you live under. And if you want to violate the law and you get a ticket, it's the rule of law. And if you don't like it, fix it. But don't sit there in my lap and bitch about it because you don't like it. Well, here's yeah, I, I completely agree. I have I have two masks and I always I carry three to four uh, bandanas with me a, a, everywhere I go. Sure. You know, I mean, I got them hanging through my belt loop. I got one in my shirt, one in my back pocket, one in my truck, one hanging off my gear shifter on my truck. Uh, you know, they're everywhere. You know, you must leak a lot. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm playing by the rules. You know? Sure, yeah. And, so, but like I said, we're running a skeleton crew right now. And, you know, so it's two guys, you know, we've been working together for a couple of weeks. Obviously he's not sick. I'm not sick or whatever, but we still, you know, we, everybody, no matter what we're doing, we keep our distance, you know, and to open a pool, uh, you know, it's only two guys. So it's like, we're working outside. There's nobody around, you know what I mean? It's not like we're getting, you know, anybody sick where, where we're at. Sure. So, it's pretty, it, part know, of the reason it, that they t- open and, and construction they, and they love the construction anyway. Right. So yep. there, so there we are. So like I said, but if you, you know, I got to go in a store, I got to do something, you know, I got, it's a different I story, on. but here, this is, this is my point where I wanted to get to is uh, going back to the Supreme court and the state kind of stuff. Um, we dropped, I dropped, I dropped, I, I had a delivery for a pool because Nobody knows when they're going to be able to go to the beaches or how the summer is going to play out. Right. So the pool business right now is going freaking crazy. Sure. People are ordering spas and pools because, you know, if they're going to be home this summer, uh, they're backyard partying and quarantine. You know, that's, you know, might as well. You know, you got some stimulus money. You got this. You got some extra money. But anyway, this particular customer, I dropped off uh, the whole pool package and everything. And, uh, she's, and we, we had called to set up a, a, a time to deliver and she's like, Oh, you know, sorry about that. Um, you know, my husband got called into work and now I'm here with the kids. Can you be here at three? And I was like, no problem. You know, this is like one 30. I said, no problem. You know, just because, so I get there, I'm talking to her and, uh, she goes, I, I have to work from home. She goes, I work for, I work for the the state department. So Whitmere, Whitmere basically uh, told everybody, every employee that works for the state, um, instead of a five day week, now all the state employees work a four day week. That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. And just by, and just by giving all the uh, um, state employees that one day off for the whole state of Michigan, Michigan saved, she gave me the number. She said, $83 $83 million a week Michigan saves by laying off a state employee, every state employee for one day. Wow. That's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. 
eighty-three million dollars they save a week by late, just working working a four-day week instead of a five-day week. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see the uh, the numbers on that and why they. Did I didn't that. either, but I, that's what she that's the number she told me, and she worked for the state, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. you know that's that's a lot of dinero. Hey, you know what? Maybe maybe you should after this is all done, maybe that should and that's what you should do. If so, you save that much money instead of ticketing people and this and that, and that you know, let the let your state employees work. You know, she's going, I work a 40-hour week. I'm working a 32-hour week now. So the question is, though, how much does that cost the state employees? I mean, what are they really losing out on? Because can they can they, can they they adjust their competency? You know, let, let, let's just hypothetically say they made that the new norm and they made those state employees work 30 hours or 35 hours or whatever it is, you know, pick a number. And can they make that their new salary? Would it save that much money still if they did that? Or if they went to like the four tens, would that save that much money just by, just by doing that? Yeah. She didn't, she didn't get into much detail. I'm just curious. uh, I'm just curious what the state employees are losing by not. I mean, God bless them for doing it. And, you know, and, and and I saw that and I, you know, she announced that I probably two weeks ago that all the executives were taking a 15% pay cut, which, you know, whatever, whatever. But, but yeah, to say that all the state employees are losing eight hours a week is, I mean, it's a double-edged sword. You know, if it's saving that much money, great. But at the same time, you know, what is it costing those, those state employees would be my biggest concern. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, though, as soon as she was, as soon as she was talking, uh, doing that, her, her, um, her kids, kids came out little three and five year old and they wanted to ride their bicycles and stuff like that. Because, you know, honestly, people are so excited, you know, to see me because they've been quarantined for nine weeks now. And just to talk to somebody different is like, Oh my God, you know, Hey, I'm just here to do this, 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 and they just want to talk, you know, because they haven't seen, they haven't been around or done anything. And then, you know, going on nine weeks and I'm like, look, I'm just here to deliver. But yeah, just the information from these people and how they feel. Uh, a lot of them are like, I'm sick of it. I'm, you know, I don't care. I'm tired. You know, I'm just sick, man. Let's get back to normal. And, you know, yada, yada, you know. Well, I'm so kind of excited that. to see you too. So, you, you know, know, just, I mean, just so you know. Right. Thanks, man. <laughs> I, I miss being in the studio. What? We, we're on week, what, eight? Uh, doing uh, I, th- the, I believe so. I think this is, doing, yeah. Yeah, seven, doing, or, seven or eight that we've, we've done this. Seven or eight weeks of... Uh, doing this uh be a you know studio there studio here thing well put it this way so i i give you the exact timeline and i go back to you know not to bring back old shows but we probably should but i can go back to nopacetic nopacetic was the last the last show that we did you know the regular normal show nopacetic at episode 33 and here we are we're on 42 now yeah nopacetic was the last regular normal show and it was almost kind of like are we, is, is this even going to happen? You know, right. are Should we going to do, do this? I, you know, is is she going to come here tonight? Are we going to have somebody in the studio tonight? I mean, all those questions right. were starting to form, you know, and I think it was, I think it was a couple days after that when you guys all got shut out of the bars and then another week later, everybody was shut down, you know? So, yeah. um, yeah, it was kind of at that point right there. That was episode 33. Here we are. We're recording episode 42 tonight. So yeah, it's, it's, it's nine shows ago, dude, that this all started. Yeah, and I don't think we were even too worried. You know, we were kind of concerned 
for that episode, but it wasn't, it was like, oh, we're Michigan. It was nothing. And then all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, bam, New York. I remember New Jersey, Michigan. I was like, no way Michigan is, is, is going to be as bad as New York and New Jersey. I remember that night when I was setting up, when I was setting up Mel's microphone and getting her all set to go. I remember saying, and I brought a brand new windscreen over and put it on her microphone and said, you know what, this is this is brand new out of the bag, so you don't have to worry. And she says, oh, thank you. You know, I mean, because that's where we were already at at that point. So that, you know, that it's just kind of my barometer to it going, yeah, I remember I remember back when, and that, you know, that was a long time ago. That was a long seems, time ago. It seems like it now. Yeah, nine shows ago. So nine weeks ago, if you want to look at it that way. So. Well, I'll tell you how long nine weeks is. Nine weeks, because I don't <clears throat> do the unemployment and I don't do the other. So you take nine weeks off, uh, going back to what we had said, I think we talked about this. I don't know if it was on the show or not, but I, you, I was always told that you should at least have, you know, three, three months worth of, you know, bank in the bank to prepare for something like this. Right. You know, you know. Yeah. We talked about that with the airlines. Yeah. And thank God, you know, I mean, it was uh, six weeks into this, which, you know, I was fine, but you know, seven weeks and you're, you're starting to tap into stuff and you're going, I, I got money going out and <laughs> I got no money coming in. Right. You know, you're like, right. Right. Shit. You know, so I made a couple phone calls and uh, you know, thank God I got into what I did when I was younger and got right back into it. And it was just, it was perfect timing, man. So bing, bang, boom. Thank, thank, knock on wood, man. So yep. anyway. Yep. Uh, so no, that's, I, I've, uh, been, I've been pretty busy for the last three weeks, as you know. So I know. Cause you're getting, you're getting to the point. You were starting to sound like Gilbert. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> so, I was, I know, I know you were, I think that was about two shows ago. And I'm like, um, he's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's getting, he's getting cranky. <laughs> Mr. Cranky, cranky poo poo pants. Cranky poo poo pants. Yeah. Well, did you oh, see, sure. uh, did you see the story I got up right now about, uh, talking about everybody that, uh, that was, uh, getting angry and, and trying to do their own thing about, uh, the old guy that said he's opening his barbershop back up. We gonna get we gonna uh, do seven stories in seventy seven minutes. I yeah I doubt it I doubt it because I only have <laughs> I only have six stories and I guarantee that you are not you, you we're not gonna make it through in seven minutes. I just <laughs> even though it's only six stories it won't be seven minutes. Seventy seven minutes anyway. <laughs> Speaking of seventy seven, uh, the old man was seventy seven and <laughs> yeah I see that. Yeah no this was all over the news this week and he um, sure was he opened his barbershop back up and they took his license he just he just refused and pledged to keep his shop open. So they took his license. And yeah, that I, pretty much made national news. On it that. did. It was everywhere. It was everywhere. So what is it? Is that, is that government overreach or is that, and you know, and I saw, here's what bothers me about it. And I haven't heard nothing out of the old man. I, I have not. And this was on Twitter and I saw it probably three days ago and I almost responded to it. And I went, I'm not responding to that because I don't want to start a Twitter war. But I saw this on there and, and, and they went, you know, they were pretty much crucifying the state police and saying they're there to protect and they're there to take care of us. And for them to do what they did was wrong. And I'm like, you know, I can't, I can't see that because again, Somebody. going back to the rule of law, 
the state police are there, right, to protect and serve. That's that's I don't care state police, city police, whatever. They're there to protect and serve. So according to the rule of law and what our governor has mandated for our state, she said that it's not safe to be doing what we're doing and we're under a stay-at-home order and you know, and everybody's trying to do the right thing. So you have this old man that says, I'm opening my barbershop, which if you want to follow the reasons we're doing what we're doing, it's it's unsafe for us to be out there, right? If you believe that, you know, it's a matter of perspective. But if you follow our rule of law and if you follow where we're at, what he did was wrong. So does he deserve to be charged for it? Does he deserve? I, I don't know. Because, you know, I mean, you have both sides of it. You know, people screaming because, you know, it's an extension of the government, blah, blah, blah. And it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, putting their, putting us under their thumb and all of that. And then you have the other side of it saying, well, he was doing the wrong thing and he's not protecting us because he's exposing himself. He's exposing other customers. He's exposing, exposing, exposing. And it could spread. And, you know, so, I mean. Well, let's look at it this way. Okay. Bring it. Um. Okay, guy. Guy did what he did. Um, pretty much, they made they're 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 make they made an example out of him. Correct. How many other people that didn't get the uh, news uh, attention? Uh, same thing happened to. Uh, I don't have those numbers. I don't know, but uh, you know, you know, but, but like you said, rules are rules, and that's that. And he's. 77 years old he fit into that category that you were talking about earlier and <laughs> oh you'll be, it is. You'll be yeah. a racist again <laughs> i'm just saying there you know there it is you know old those, white man i'm sorry those guys seen those guys seen world war ii you know the korean war uh, uh you know all of it you know they've been through worse Vietnam and stuff like that you know and i just seen a guy he's like you know, I've been through World War II, the Korean War, Vietnam, this, 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 this. And he's like 103, and <laughs> he, he got the coronavirus, and he lived. Right. At I, 103. I understand. I you know, understand. but those those guys been through it, you know. So uh, I could see their point, too, but, you know, whatever. You know? I No, I understand both sides of it. And, and, right. And listen to but, me. There, but there's a lot of people out there that need haircuts. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Well, look, <laughs> Greg, right, Greg. I mean, Greg, Greg Gutfeld needs a haircut. <laughs> no, you know? no doubt. Right. Hey, a lot at, of people need a haircut. Look at know? me two months ago, and I'm not sure right. that I'm far from removed from that same page that I was on two months ago. Is the simple fact is, it's it's another case of the flu. It really is. However, well, this is a oh, oh go ahead. This no. is how funny. No, this haircut thing. This is how funny this is. Is I work with the work with these guys and. The one kid, he, you know, he's a white kid, but he's got curly hair. And that shit's all gnarled up in the back of his neck, you know, and he's all nappy on top. It's like, I, it, it's really weird seeing a, you know, a white man uh, in this day and age kind of with like an afro. <laughs> uh, every time I look at him, I start cracking up. I'm like, you need a haircut, man. You know? No, I hear you. I hear you. So, my coworker, yeah. we just had a live Zoom meeting the other day. And my coworker sent me a sent me a chat in the middle of it and says, "What is on your face?" And I said, "I just, you know, it's uh, I'm going for the lumberjack look. It's time. <laughs> I don't, you know." It's, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Check this out. <laughs> I was uh, I got done from work and I was going to you know my girlfriend's ex you know works at a park store. So anyway, we're uh, I'm driving down and I got a friend that lives on that road. 
And I did drywall with them, you know, maybe 15, 20 years ago. So I'm driving down the road. I know where he lives. He's a friend of mine. And he's out there. He's out there cutting his grass. And he's got his mask on. But this guy, I've never seen this guy with a beard or long hair. It's always been clean shaven and cut. This guy, my buddy Dave, his beard must have been two feet long. And (laughs) he looked like, I swear to God, Wolfman Jack, dude. It was like out of control. I almost turned around and said something, but I just, I had another mile ago. I was laughing the whole way. I was like, wow, he really just needs it. I said, wow, he just don't care no more, you know? And I, I, you know, that's how it is now, you know? Yeah, why should you? Hey, grow a beard, grow your hair, whatever, you know? You ain't going nowhere. And you got to wear, you got to wear a mask when you're out anyway, so they don't know who you are. So, (laughs) yeah. But I did, you know, I just, I looked over to the left, you know, and that's his house. And I'm like, yeah, there's Dave. Oh, he's cutting the grass. Bam. That beard sticking out of that mask going crazy. <laughs> He's got this wild man crazy hair going on. I was like, wow, he really let himself go. You know, like, no, what are you going to do? You know, that's it. Who's going to cut your hair for you? If you, you know, you ain't got nobody to cut your hair. You know, so, oh, anyway, <laughs> you got to love Michigan, man. We, it, this is a whole different part of the whole world right here, man. I tell you what. It is too. Yeah, it very much is. That's a, <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, we go out and on. I know you got another story. You got something else. Oh, I got. Well, no, you know the one, the one uh, we're right up there. It's. uh, Did you see what Uber did? You know, because I mean, obviously this is causing a lot of economic issues. You know, and with everything that's going on, and uh, but there's got to be a a classier way to do it. But you see, Uber um, because of their, they just decided to do a Zoom call with all their employees that they're laying off, and they laid off thirty five hundred employees this week. Just over a phone call, you know, just over a Zoom call. Bye-bye. Got to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it seems like a little uh, personal contact might have been nice or a little phone call or a little, you know, but, yeah, uh, just uh, just went on Zoom. By the way, bye-bye. We're downsizing. Right, well, got to go. Yep, bye-bye. All right. Well, I'm going to go back to my kind of, like, rant about the Bitcoin um, and thing back a couple shows ago. Um, Uber is, you know. It's basically inevitable because they say in the near future that probably Uber will uh, just be done anyway because of the self, um, you know, the, the the new technology, the cars and everything that's going to be coming up. You know, you're not going to have to drive yourself anywhere. It's all going to be, you know, you get, in a, you get in a car or cab, there's nobody driving it. And this thing just, you tell it where you want to go, you, you just swipe your card or do whatever, talk to it or whatever. And it just pays for it, takes some money or you give it this information and just drives itself and you get in, you get out and that's it. You know? Well, that's, yeah, that's part of the self-driving that, car thing that, yeah, the self-driving car. Yeah, I mean, trying that's to get... just, yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna happen, you know, with or without it. But, you know, so it just happened a little earlier. <laughs> it's, so, well, and but, that's, and that's, and that's why Uber's saying it's because they want to come back, you know, when they, when they come back, when they start rehiring, rehiring it'll be so they can come back stronger but at the same time that's that's all part of the ai i mean the ai is going to be part of that so to say yeah, they that, basically to, they, to say know. they're they're taking advantage of a good opportunity because they can use it right now and say okay we're <laughs> going to lay off 3500 people you know because we have to because there's just not the demand out there anymore but when they come back i guarantee they come back with a whole lot less people and they'll just play it along with saying 
well, we don't we don't need as many people because the demand's not there anymore. But it, the AI thing is coming fast. It's coming yeah. really fast. And well, you're, that's you're what see. I was talking about. In, in next five years, uh, you're going to see a whole different world out there. I just just because of this. I mean, this this is the tip of the iceberg. I mean, honestly, this coronavirus uh, is started the inevitable turn that we. Oh, it's just, the beginning of time. It's the that, beginning that, of time right now. That that point of no return that I was talking about. Oh yeah, uh, it, it, it either you get with the times or you get left behind. Yep. No, and, it's the uh, beginning of time. I guarantee it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Spot on on that. Yeah, yeah. What's coming is going to be. It's it's going to change the world, and it's gonna, it, we've it, already changed the world. But where the world goes from here is going to be a whole new thing to watch. Yep, yep. And we're living through it right now. Look, I mean, the prime example: your kid, your son. Testing, and do a yeah. vir- tested on a virtual re- virtual testing vir- virtual testing on on a screen that somebody else is watching and probably through a zoom meeting or yeah. whatever how it how it worked and tested that <laughs> way and, and you know like you said god is black for that a year ago you that would have been what are you talking about you know what i mean you know that's no no that's not what we're doing now no no you come in you test it but now that that that's the way it is. That's the way it is now. You know, you're going to see a lot more of that. You know? Well, you know, what's funny is you'll get a kick out of this. What's funny was Twan, Twan, you know, made a comment about him testing today. And he's, and he says to him, he says, yeah, he says, uh, he says, I'm going to get my black belt online today. And, uh, Twan says, yeah, you might not want to tell that to too many people, you know, it's, but, but, you know, it's kind of the stigma of online learning and all that stuff that we've, you know, we've kind of gotten accustomed to over the last 10 years and good thing they did. Good thing that schools have been jumping on that bandwagon for a few years because, yes. you know, but up till now, online degrees were considered kind of like a, I don't know, taboo or, a, you know, yeah, really? Yeah, you really didn't get an online degree. I mean, what does that yeah. count for? But uh, going forward, it probably it is, it is going to be part of the new world. And It is. Yeah. I, I guarantee it it will be. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So. So yeah, it was just cute to just hear, you know, oh, I got an online online black belt, you know, and it's you know, because <laughs> it's really not a thing. But it, like I said, a year ago, that no, you yeah, wouldn't even. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, you're. I not. don't think we would have. It, it wouldn't have been talked about, or you know, oh, that's in the future or something like that. But now, right, uh, right, yeah. brave new world, brave come, new come world, up, coming up quick, man. It is too. So get ready, man. That's all I can tell you. You've been warned, everybody. <laughs> Get on board or get left behind. Uh, I, 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 and I'm trying to put it the nicest way I can. You know. Honestly. Good job. I'm not trying to be a jerk or anything like that, but it's just, you know, I, I understand people are setting their ways and this and that, but it's just the it's, old white uh, man. It's, it, it, yeah. <laughs> it's unavoidable. It's going to happen with or without you. So that's all I'm saying. Yeah, it is. It's going to change. It's going to change yeah. for sure. For sure. So that's why I want to stick around. I, I want to stick around for another 30 years. I got to make it to uh, 2000, brrr, 2050, and then I can check out. But I just I want to see the turn of the century. I want to be around. I want to see the changes and just kind of, you know, go back and go, wow. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Wow. What a time to be alive, man. You know? Yeah. Well, we were talking about that with uh, with uh, Robot Bartender's grandma. Um, you know, she died, uh, she died about, uh, about six years ago, but just thinking about that, she was 90, 90 some years old, 91, 92 years old. And just to 
you know, think about the changes she she saw. She's seen a lot, you know. I mean, talking about all the stuff that they've, you know, they've seen in their life, you know, for the for the 90-year-olds or the 80-year-olds. I mean, with the evolution of technology and the you know, the the internet and the the videos and the color tv i mean if you really want to go back that far but that's really where they go i mean they've seen so much with two world wars and you know blah 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 actually you know two world wars the korean war the vietnam war i mean it you know on and on and on so yeah it's pretty amazing pretty amazing if you think about it yep yep Um, like i said we're never going to get the 80s or 90s back or you know those those days are gone man yeah you know yeah you know Look at that. Um, you know, growing up, there was no, we had no, we had no internet. I, you know, there was no cell phones. Boom box on the um, bus. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Remember taking the boom box to school? I did. <laughs> uh, I Dude, right. I, oh man, I had a killer boom box. I think I talked about that on the show. Before. I did too. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I had a killer boom box, man. Uh, thing take like uh Eight double D batteries, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Talk about talk about waste of nose in the trash. You know, oh, don't throw those away. Well, where am I going to throw them away? I don't know. We ain't got no recycling back then. The hardest um, thing was to figure out how you're going to hook it to your bike when you're hanging out with your buddies going going riding. You know, somebody's going to hang this thing on their bike. <laughs> yep. Oh, lordy, lordy. So did you see? No, I- <laughs> I had a buddy. I had a buddy. He saw my Facebook, uh, Davey. Um, he had a working uh, eight track. No kidding. Eight double D batteries, working eight track. He come back, dumpster dumpster doobies uh, behind the bakery at the school, you know. And he'd sit there, and he had maybe like six eight tracks, you know, back in ninth grade. Uh, King Crimson. Oh, he's a good one. Dude, he just cranked, you know, he was just a huge, you know, everybody thought he was this weird guy or whatever, but he, he was on to something back there and he, he must've got his, he must've got his old uncles or somebody's eight tracks and was giving it to him. (laughs) But I, I had a poor, I had a portable eight track player, man, just kind of like the one that, that, that he had. And I had one in my car. I had like 150 uh, eight tracks at one time. (laughs) Inherited that, you know, whatever. But but that, that was the, you know. Where's the eight tracks? Those those went away. Then it went uh, same thing. Went to cassettes. Cassettes were no good. Albums were always around, but uh, so you had eight tracks, cassette, and then moved to the uh, the the CD. Now right. the CD. Now the CD's on its way out because it's all uh, digital. You put it on a little program and thousands and thousands of songs and there you go you can sit and listen to anything you want all day long yeah don't have don't have to touch a needle don't have to waste batteries don't have to do nothing you just pop it in charge it and you're gone that's whoa, the, that's, whoa! <laughs> little rick flair yeah no doubt no doubt yeah but that's that's just our technology yeah that's what that's the last 20 25 years you know or 40 Crazy. Or forty. <laughs> hey, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it'd be it's gonna be interesting to see what's uh, uh, 
what the future brings. So, yeah, well, it will. Yeah, there's, yeah, time will tell, and there's more to come. I guarantee we're gonna see a lot more in our life. Well, unless I'm gone tomorrow, but yeah, for the most part, we're gonna see a lot more in our life. So, yeah, if we stick around, we'll yeah, it'd be cool. Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> well, did you see what your buddy Adam Schiff's up to? You know, watching your buddy Shifty Schiff. Come on, I know you want to rant on it. I've, I've, I've been waiting. I've been waiting with all the stuff that's happened in the last week. And we didn't even talk about it last week. I know you want to. I know you want to go on a shifty shift, shifty shift rant. I know it's coming. It's in there. I can see it. I can see it brewing in your eyes. I, I, I could. <laughs> and I, with me working, you know, nine, nine and a half hours a day, uh, I. You know, and I, I do say, you know, I got to step away from him for a while, but I have not heard very much this week. I know he did something, but I don't know. And I think it was like actually two weeks ago, he, he they started popping him back up in the thing. You know, uh, I know, you know, right around when Finn, you know, got, you know, released and he's still whatever. But yeah, but what did he do now, man? I, I can only, God, Jesus, what did he do, man? Well, this is this is nothing new. I mean, it's kind of the same old, same old story. But this is actually published in the Wall Street Journal. I'll just read it verbatim. I just give you the first paragraph or two, and you'll just you'll you'll, you'll go, yeah. It sounds it sounds like what I've been saying for about uh, about two years now. But uh, according to the Wall Street Journal, this is an opinion piece. But right off the get, it says Americans expect that politicians will lie, but. Sometimes the examples are so brazen they deserve special notice. Newly, newly released congressional testimony shows that Adam Schiff spread falsehoods shamelessly about Russia and Donald Trump for three years, even as his own committee gathered contrary evidence. Mm-hmm. The House Intelligence Committee uh, last week released 57 transcripts of interviews that, inducted, that it, it conclu- and conducted in its investigation into Russia, meddling in the 2016 election. The committee probe started in January of 2017 under the, the chairman. But, you know, I mean, if you haven't seen nothing about it this week, I mean, it, it's just... I mean, if you're the president, you know, he's calling it Obamagate, you know, which, which might be a little extreme. But, right. uh, I did, but, I did see that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's been the catchphrase that he's used for almost a week now, but, but it just, I wonder, goes... if, I wonder if this guy drinks as much as we do, <laughs> which one, <laughs> Fucking, uh, shifty shift, shifty here, shift. Man. Yeah. 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 He's I, out of his mind, man. I know it's, it's just, it kind of keeps sinking him deeper and deeper. And, and you know, the, the more stuff that comes out, the more it comes out and it just kind of, it makes him look like a. How do these people partisan douchebags stay stay in office? I have no idea. I have no idea. These are the why, people. Why? Why are no? That Finn or Flynn goes to jail, but Shifty shipped and Pelosi, and I don't know. I, I just unexcusable sometimes. <laughs> I, I don't get it, man. Sometimes yeah, it is. You know, sometimes it is. Well, <laughs> it, it's a shit show. That's why it is know, a shit we, show. We, and we, we had, I had to get away from it for a while because well, I was just pulling my hair out. Yeah. You know? And it's, you know, and six, the, six weeks of this shit shoved in your face and you're going, all right, enough's enough. Not only don't I have a job and this and this, you don't, it, it, everything's so uh, shaky and unpredictable. But then I got to sit there and listen to these people bullshit and lie to me and, you know, who's telling the truth? What's what? I mean, I got enough crap to deal with. I don't need to, you know, this is, this is your, this is the, uh, 
the mainstream flat screen TV shit show on TV, man. I was like, wow. I no. might as well just watch, I might as well just watch General Hospital. <laughs> I, well, I mean, honestly. In the best part for you, just so you say I have something to look forward to, is we were watching TV the other night. We were watching I mean, General General Hospitals kept that their show going for fifty years. How long is he gonna keep this shit, this show going? I know. I know. I know. Well, right. guess, well, guess what, brother? If you have nothing else to look forward to, it is the uh, new election cycle. So we have the whole 2020 election cycle that is just beginning right now because we watched our first political ads the other night when we were watching a show. And I went, yep, here we go. Here yep. we go. So get ready. Get ready. Yeah. All right. Well, when we're done with the podcast, I'll probably catch the last little bit of uh, <laughs> maybe uh, Tucker and uh, – oh, no, they're off, aren't they, Saturdays? Um, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think I think they take the weekends off. So yeah, yeah. I think so. So you're. You, but yeah, you I'm can... not gonna miss. I'm gonna miss Tucker Hannity and uh, the Ingram angle. So. Those well, it's three. good for those, you. You need, you need a break from three. that. Yeah, but those are my three favorite. Oh, I do like the five though. I do like those guys too. I do like Greg Gutfeld. Yep. Yep. So, but um, all right. Well, for something completely different, just to get away from all of that shit. I uh I was I was watching Channel Four the other day. This is uh this is on Click on Detroit or the uh, local NBC network. Hey, um, there he is. But, I know uh, that guy. Yeah, my my uh my buddy Mickey Redman, and I can almost say my buddy because I actually met him once. So I I'll go with that. I don't want to say buddy because he's not really my buddy, but but uh, I I love Mickey Redman. He does a great job. But it, this was a great interview just to kind of get you know his his personal insight you know, where he's at right now, and then to get a little introspective of what we can look forward to in the Red Wings game. So um, as little as there is, um, let's let's venture away from the uh, – I mean, we can't venture too far because the coronavirus is what it is, but how about a little Mickey, Mickey Redman for you with a, there we go. with a very nice reporter, and I can't remember her name, but she'll tell you right now because it's uh, – <laughs> Because I'm drawing a blank. Inside every she, bottle of prenatal like, control uh, weed preventer is six months uh, of weed blocking freedom. That's enough time to teach your oh, old you're dog getting the ads again. Sorry. And old tricks. And tricks you just made up. Or do. Whatever makes you happy. Preen. Free yourself from weeding. There we go. Apologize for that. So had the NHL season finished on schedule, Red Wings announcer Mickey Redmond might be on vacation right now. Yeah, but instead he's benched waiting to see if hockey will return for the Red Wings to play the last few games of this current season. Jamie Edmonds caught up with Mickey to see what he's Jamie Edmonds, that's what it was. Okay. What have you been up to in quarantine? <laughs> well, um, lots of mechanic work, lots of yard work, um, Lots of things getting uh, cleaned up that should have been done 15 years ago. How about that? <laughs> is clearly busy at his Metro Detroit home he shares with his wife. But he says he misses the game so much, he hopes the NHL finds a way to finish the regular season and host the Stanley Cup playoffs. I wouldn't care if it's uh, four venues with all kinds of teams or a 16-team playoff, a 20 or 24. We just want the game back. And uh, in any way, shape, or form, given... <clears throat> given the, uh, the security and safety of everybody involved. Redmond says it's important that the regular season is completed for draft purposes and standings, although nothing would have changed for the Red Wings this season. Redmond says he knows there hasn't been much to celebrate in Hockey Town for a few years now, 
but in Steve Eiserman, he trusts. And I think our coaching staff, led by Jeff, has done an outstanding job. And I say that, I know we're in 31st place. He's very methodical in the way he goes, goes about what he does, and he did a great job in Tampa Bay. He's, he's got, he doesn't have Hedman, and he, he doesn't have Stamkos like he did there. But I think with Mantha, uh, Larkin, Bertuzzi, Aronic, um He's got a pretty good batch of young players that have potential to be really high-end players here. Redman is now known for his broadcasting career. Holy jumping! Oh. He and Ken Daniels are the longest currently serving television duo calling NHL games. But in his prime, Redman was a sniper. 52 goals in the 72-73 season. So which Red Wing does he see a little bit of himself in? When you were lighting the lamp, you yeah. had 93 points. Who's like that today? I'd spoke, I, I, I would probably, uh, without a whole lot of thought, I'd say Mantha. Um, Mantha had 81 goals in 81 games in junior. And uh, he can score. He's, he, I'm, I wish I'd have been 6'4 or 6'5. <laughs> One of my favorite Mickey stories is when he brought a beer to join me on live TV up north at training camp. So I asked. I, of course, have celiac, so I have to have gluten-free beer. Okay. So if I'm going to have a beer, it'll be Redbridge. And uh, it's, um, I guess, if you can't have the beer that we used to have back in the day, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's okay. All right, good to know. Mickey tells me he has a hunch. He thinks the NHL will play, perhaps starting in the summer without fans. So we'll just have to rely on him to bring the games to us right here in our home. Well, and if Mickey says it, it's got to be fact. Yeah, I, he's got a point. That would be that you know either without the fans, and I, I, not to not to get off the Red Wings because I'm going to jump right back on. But talking about the new way to do things. I uh, just found out today that um, one of my favorite bands, like, you know, everybody kind of knows that knows me. Uh, Clutch is one of my favorite bands. Yeah. They're, they're doing concerts that you have, they're doing, con they're doing a concert with like two openers and you have, you can watch it from your T your, your, you know, uh, computer TV, however you get it. And you pay nine bucks in, you actually Go to a virtual reality concert. Okay, I'm like, but that's it. You you know, nine bucks. I don't know what they're if they charge for you know, watching a hockey game or it'd be like a pay per view. I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell how they're going to do that. And I can almost I can almost see you know I mean unlike other sports, you know, and I hate to get off on that rant too because I mean I'm I'm kind of partial to hockey, but you know if I could make a prediction. Pardon me for making a prediction, but I, I'm going to make a prediction. I can almost see hockey when it comes back, however it comes, whatever form it comes back, like Mickey says, I, I can see the same thing. They're probably going to pick out, you know, three, four, five, six arenas and say, this is what we're playing. You know, there's not going to be any fans. We're going to finish the season out. We're going to do what, what we have to do to get the game done. Maybe, you know, but that's what I see right now. And then they're going to probably at the same time, probably just broadcast it live for everybody. They're going to, they're going to try to find a channel, uh, you know, somewhere where they can get to everybody, to all their hockey fans. And I and I bet you when it comes back, I bet you we can all watch hockey no matter how we want to, whether it's online or, you know. Um, right, but where, where, where's the revenue? I don't think there's going to be. I think the revenue is done for the season. I think they've already come to terms with that. <clears throat> I, think the, I, I think the revenue is done, 
and I think the all all they'll do is they'll they'll try to do a race to the cup, and then when they get to the cup, they'll probably try to before they get to the cup. I can see them trying to find a sponsor, whether it be NBC, ABC, CBS, something like that. Try to grab a sponsor. Maybe it's even ESPN or something. But I think they'll try to find a sponsor for the cup and and run the seven you know the six seven game series whatever it is on the uh, you know on whatever provider they have. But I I can almost see hockey just going. We just got to get season done. We got to get through it. We're not worried about the money. We got to do it for the fans. I, that's just what I see out of the sport. I think mm-hmm. uh, I think basketball's going to be different, and I think NFL is going to be different. But that's what I see out of that. And I think you know the you know the uh, the baseball. I heard something. I heard something about the Lions and the Titans. You know, they're all going to probably do that. They're probably going to play the games without the fans, and you know, put it on put it on TV somehow. Or yeah, whatever. it'd be interesting to see. But, you know, if they if they do that, if they do it for the fans, or if they just do it for themselves and try to find a way to make revenue out of it, I think that's kind of where they're at. And we all know they're going to lose money. Every everybody's going to lose money this year. There's no way around it. Everybody, every business is losing money this year. So why should? What about what about the ticket holders that have all these? So it's interesting you say that because this was just released today, and and Iserman posted this. So Iserman announced, and and going back to hockey because you know that's what I follow. But going back to hockey, Iserman announced that here is what they are doing because they're not sure the fate of the rest of the season. So um, as of as of today, uh, Steve Iserman announced that he's going to ease the pain of the Detroit Red Wings ticket holders. So anybody that is holding a ticket, whether it be playoffs or season seasonal or, or whatever the case may be, he is. they have two choices. They can either refund immediately refund their 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 ticket holdings for you know for the face value whatever they paid for it or second choice is they can apply it towards an upcoming game whenever it may be but they can apply it towards an upcoming game with a 30 percent bonus so you know for for example if you had if you were holding a 70 dollar ticket right now for a seat you could you could buy at a future game and get thirty percent in your in your coffer for you know something going forward. So I thought that was a pretty cool way to handle it. And so if they want their money back, they can get their money back right now. And uh, you know all Red Wings fans should know that, or you know, ticket holders should know that if they want their money back, they can do that. And I'm not sure how that plays out for the season ticket holders. I'm sure there's going to be some kind of other you know formula or whatever they work out for them. But um, that's just for the standard ticket holders and and how that plays out. And I'm sure they're going to probably do the same kind of thing for season ticket holders for next year if they you know if they want to buy going forward i mean that's all you know yet to come but i right. thought that was pretty cool you know i, I you know cool. it's just uh because i know there's a lot of people screaming about you know money that's being held for concerts you know money that's being held for this and that and the other thing and so yeah yeah kind of a way to either get it back or give it forward or you know however you want to look at it but yeah pretty cool no no very cool that's that's the one good thing come out of it i guess you know, yeah they're they're you know, Red what? Wing fans are Red Wing fans. Once now, again, right? hockey's doing the class act thing. Yep. Yep. That's why I love <laughs> hockey, man. Not class to act. be not to be biased, but I know all of a sudden tonight I'm racist we, and we, racial and biased. What happened to you? I know. I, I I'm biased to the hockey and uh racial to the old white men. So <laughs> wow. And the worst wow. part is I'm going to be one of those one of these days soon. It's coming up quick. <laughs> yeah, you think we bitch a lot? Wait, give us a couple years. <laughs> hey, at least I pick on everybody equally. That's everybody, right, we everybody gets their turn in the barrel when it comes to me. I don't hate we, I don't hate anybody equally. Right. Or everybody equally. How everyone. 
Yeah, what's that saying? Uh, man, I heard it all the time. My a buddy of mine, he used to say, he goes, I don't, I don't, I don't like anybody until you give me a reason. <laughs> Not to, to, yeah, to, to like, give me a reason to like you, but I don't like it. Yeah, like, he's like, yeah, I don't like anybody. Like, I don't like anybody reason, until I have a reason to. <laughs> to reason to, to reason to like you. Right. Yep, pretty much. That's all right. double talk. <laughs> I'm trying to give me the double talk, man. Yeah, yeah. Aren't we? Aren't we now? So yeah, that was uh, all. That was all I brought for you for the news. I mean, I, I just, uh, I honestly, I'll tell you right now, I stayed out of the news a lot this week, and I only brought you, I only brought you stories that I thought were, I don't know. Well, well, no, this is what's going on right now. I mean, you know, like I said, well, there's a lot more going on, but so much of it is yeah. so. But this is the world. So political in, and so. Yeah, shit. Lot, that, yeah, a lot of political, man. I mean. Like I said, we're probably not going to run out of stuff here in the near future because uh, it is an election year. <laughs> it is too, and it's oh, the boy. cycle has only begun. Yeah, only begun. So, so yeah, I didn't really want to get too political tonight because I just, uh, you know, I don't have a ton of information on that, and I'm I'm, I'm sure it's brewing, and there's going to be a time and a place for it all. But uh, yeah, this is just a, you know, it's just another little kind of little episode that we're doing for you guys, man, getting it out there, doing the, you know. Doing our little Zoom thing, touching base, and making sure everybody's checking in and giving you a show. And uh, thank you for listening. Obviously, uh, hope you hope you're listening. Heck yeah, um, heck yeah, yeah. Very, very cool out there. But uh, yeah, no, I'll change they the are listening. I mean, they're definitely yeah. listening. Yeah, I'll change the subject for real quick. Uh, last night, man. Um, you know, I'm losing weight from working being outside. So a lot of people say, I'm sorry. man, you know. No, they're they're getting they're they're getting they're you know people are eating and spending and getting fat and lazy you know and you know because there's not much you can do you know right so, you know but I'm on the other spectrum man I'm out you know busting my ass and I you know I lost seven pounds uh, in about three weeks so it's just pretty cool don't worry you'll find it yeah I know it'll come back then too. <laughs> always does but um but man I've been doing pretty good you know I'm not. I, I get into more, but anyway, uh, slim fast, you know, helps a little bit, you know, when you're losing weight, I'd like, you know, I lost 50 pounds one time cause you know, working outside and I got on slim fast and just helped burn the weight a little bit. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. So this is my point. It was um, all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't buy, I didn't go, you know, the grocery store. I hate going to the grocery store anymore. Don't um, we all? Yeah, it's like every two weeks right now, and it's just for like little crap or whatever. But anyway, I splurged last night. I I wanted some boneless chicken wings and uh, and a pizza, man, and just indulge. So, all right, well, we're kind of you know, I'm telling you, food's like one of the the things that people argue about. What do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? Do you want to go? You know, you you know that you know that argument. Oh yeah, like, yeah. So everybody does. Oh well, I don't know. What do you like? And Everybody likes something different on their pizza. Right. So, so, so we were talking about this. I don't know where we were talking about. And then somebody said, dude, you got to try the, this pizza. It's a, it's a Alfredo, uh, chicken, bacon, pickle pizza. I'm like, what? <laughs> a, a deep fried, deep fried pickle, bacon, chicken, Alfredo pizza, dude. 
Yeah, boy. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you I, found that where? This is 24th Street Pizza right down the road here. They, okay. They, I guess they got nominated the, the best pizza in Port Huron last year, this year, or whatever. But, uh, yeah, they did a pretty good job, man. And I tell you what, that, that freaking nailed it, man, with the butter parmesan crust. Nailed it, dude. It was worth it was worth the 40, 45-minute wait because they were so busy. Nice. You know, Friday night. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you ever get a chance, and I'm, I'm telling everybody out there, I don't care where you're at, uh, call. You know, you want a pizza. Tell them, you know, specialty pizza. Tell them deep fried pickles, bacon, chicken, Alfredo sauce, ranch with butter parmesan crust. There it is. There Bam, it is. baby. Bam, yeah. baby. Yeah. Yeah. So I had I had probably two more pieces than I should have ate <laughs> last night. <laughs> being being lactose intolerant. Yeah, this yeah, this morning was fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but anyway. Go do yourself a favor. Everybody that's listening, go out and just tell your pizza place you want to try one of these. I tell you what, you're going to love it. So Perfect. I don't, did you Perfect. ever have one? Have you ever had No, one? I've never had anything with pickles on it. No. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, who the hell no, puts that's, pickles? That's new. I've never seen that for a topping, and I... And I like all that weird stuff. I mean, I like pineapple. I like, uh, I, 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 you know, weird stuff. But uh, well, that's not, still, not anchovies. That's... But um, yeah, yeah pick, no pickles. Pickles aren't far removed from pineapple. So that's uh Well, that's, that's still the big argument out there. That, dude, does pineapple belong on a pizza? Hell yeah! Hell yeah, it does. <laughs> you, know? you can't you can't have a Hawaiian pizza without pineapple. Sorry. Yeah, you can't have a Hawaiian that. pizza with the Hawaiians on it. all right so how'd you do with your uh deep dive this week you come up with one i did i've been thinking about this kind of hard because i was either i you know we always you i'm I'm sure you got two or three you know i always got you know i could pull anything out of my sleeve but i had really uh really thought about this for a minute and i it, it might be you know but it's a deep dive for me and you know old school some old school stuff and i was just gonna bring it back for a minute Nice. And and I haven't heard the song in a while. And he's a Detroit rocker. And I'm, I'll put him out there. Uh, I, I decided to go with uh, Alice Cooper. Okay. Yeah. Alice Cooper, 18. You know, that's a, that's a classic, man. That song's 40, 40, 45 years old right there. It is too. Man, remember when you were a kid and the first time you heard that song? I do. It, it like man he wrote that song for me that's so cool that's exactly how you know a lot of us were feeling right back then you know 18 it was a it was a time it was a time thing yeah it was a yeah definitely definitely specific to the to the to the time to the time man so yeah i'm bringing i'm I'm gonna bring it back man 40 45 years later i really have to do the uh time on that uh did do you got the statistics on that? You got that pulled up? Or, um, or, 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 when did I could probably find that? Let's. I mean, I can find it. Go ahead, go ahead and crank it, and I'll let everybody know. Yeah, see uh, if you can find. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what year that was. I want to say probably. I, I, if I if I had to guess, I would say 84, 84, 85 oh, would be my earlier. You earlier think so? Than that. All right. Well, I, yeah. you you find the you find the statistics. I'm gonna bring it up for you. I'm gonna say 
a live version for you too, by the way. I see. I, I hear that. With the makeup and everything. And everything. The little teardrops and the long mustache. The distortion and the whole nine yards. <laughs> and the old man's, man's car. car. It took 18 years to get my scar. Don't always know what I'm talking, talking about. about. Feels like I'm living in the middle of doubt. What? Mom and Dad's got me drinking whiskey. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different version for you. That's a live yeah. live on stage. A little bit of Alice live on stage. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen Alice a couple times, man. What a great show, man. Have you? That's one concert I've never been to. Yeah, That's you go see one. Alice Cooper. He always, he always did a show like on Friday the thirteenth in. Uh, yes. You know, obviously, anytime Friday Thirteenth was, you know, Alice was always in Detroit, or uh, you know, def, you know, Halloween for sure. You know, so. <laughs> oh man, I got some stories. Oh, he's flopping around on stage right now. <laughs> he's a flopper. Uh, he's, <laughs> no he's, doubt about that. He's a flopper. Do you remember the story that Alice Cooper, the Alice and Cooper Frank Zappa story? Really? No, I don't know if I do. I and, and, and it's funny you say those two together because I should know that story. Maybe, yeah, maybe there's a, catch and, me yeah, up. I'm not I, sure. It's kind of weird, man. I didn't know it. Uh, like uh, Frank Zappa took a shit on stage and Alice ate it <laughs> or something. <you> know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just some weird. Really? Weird, yeah, yeah. There's a story, man. I no. I wish, yeah, I wish I would have got, got a little bit more into there. Um, I'm going to have to use Google on my phone because this is just everything I'm digging up is just uh, they want you to play the chord. Like, the, well, no, you go ahead and dig because I got a good story for you. Why you why you dig? I it, it, you have never been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Alice have you? Cooper, what year was it released? Well, you're supposed you to know, type. You're supposed to type stuff. You're not supposed to you know scream in the mic. But <laughs> we'll just li- we'll just listen to her. <laughs> Dude, you're not you dude, we were both way off. I knew it was earlier. Was it seventy one? Is that what she said? Seventy one. Seventy no seventy one. Yep. No kidding. Yeah, I was way yeah. off. Yeah, well, I, I had must, that. Must I have just been the time I got into it then because uh yeah, I was I was picturing it early eighties. But yeah, that's 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 weird. Yeah, I had that album, uh It's My Body, which is another great Alice uh, song I play a lot on Jukebox, man. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I love that song. Well, yeah, okay. no, what I was telling you while you, while you were uh, talking so, so talking to the Google, Google bitch is um, 
is uh, last year we went to the the hall of fame and and you haven't been there yet have you to the mm-hmm. to the recent uh, so you have to get down there but I, i'm gonna tell you right now they have a whole area select you know basically cordoned off to alice cooper and it's pretty cool because they got the uh they got the big chair they got the i wanted to go sit in the big chair and get my picture taken because it was that's a pretty cool dark room and uh they did a great job with it uh, at the rock and roll hall of fame because uh they yeah it's big dedication to alice and uh i like it i like it it's uh very cool very cool as dark as he was they made it as dark as he was and uh it's kind of a tribute to alice it's almost kind of creepy walking into that that special spot in the hall of fame because i was there with uh Nuranach, now the robot bartender and they and they're like uh what uh, what are we doing? <laughs> and then, yeah. and then, and then, once she saw what we were doing, she's like, "I want to go sit in that." And I'm like, "No, you can't. I want to go sit in that. No, you can't." <laughs> so, yeah, very, very neat spot. So, if you get down to Cleveland, make sure you check out the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And if you like Alice at all, I mean, there's lots of great things to see there. But yeah, the uh, the Alice Cooper section of it is pretty dark. Yeah, now I gotta go. That's uh, that's gonna have to be on my bucket list. Yeah, yeah it's I'll, not a, it's yeah. not a huge room, you know, but it's it's a it's a sizable room, you know. They they gave a lot of lot of room to uh, to Alice, and it's and it wasn't actually. So I'll be honest, it wasn't that much bigger than the space they have dedicated to Elvis, you know. Which the Elvis area was, if you're in Elvis, you know, the Elvis area was very cool. The Getty area for Rush, you know, they a lot of it was wrapped around Getty. You know, but yeah, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. If you're a rock and roll fan at all, and I understand, you know, it's very political and the and the bullshit we've gone through the last few years with, you know, some of the artists that got in and, you know, who you agree with and you don't agree with. Bottom line oh, is, yeah. it is still the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And there's some cool stuff in there. And there's some stuff you're going to shake your head at and go, uh, what's that doing here? And, you know, but yeah, overall, overall, it is still the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's not too far away to go to. So yeah, when Mm-mm. they when they open that back up, I'm, I'm three and a half hour out. trip. Three and a half hour trip, and Cleveland's a great town. I'll tell you that right now. I for I, I don't know if we have any Cleveland fans or Cleveland listeners or, but uh, you know we should, and uh, um, that probably should go in the show notes too. So we tag Cleveland because uh, yeah, I love Cleveland. We, we had a great time in that town, and I, and I went down there with my you know my at that time fourteen year old boy. But we had, you know, for for him, and I'd like to go back there without my fourteen year old boy, just uh, just you know us, and have a great time again because it's it's a neat town. You know, Cleveland's got a lot going for it, and there's spots, you know, parts of it that I didn't see when we were there. Yeah, like when I went to Great Lakes Brewery and uh, had some of my favorite beers. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, great town, great trip. So. Nice. That's yeah, a long. Said, that's a long travel from Alice. But <laughs> did Scooter go on a tangent again? No. No. That would never happen. No. All oh, right. Man. All, All right. right. So you found uh, back to that. You found that eighteen came out in 71. 70, 71. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I said seventy nine. I knew it was earlier than that. Uh, I was actually going to say seventy three. Well, you I, were I, you were trying to trump me when I said eighty eighty one, and I was off by a decade holy moly yeah i must have been when i started getting into them or something because i remember it being much later than that that's that's very cool yeah I, yeah i just tried i mean i you know i think i i might have been you know i had to hear that maybe eighth grade or ninth grade so that would have been you know the first time i heard it was 81 80 
two. Well, maybe? that's that's what I was thinking. You know, it's so when I, I when I, I first heard it, you know, I just probably wasn't into that right now. You know, right at that point, and, and probably the first time I heard it was, you know, those years. But yeah, and, hard yeah. to believe. Hard to believe. You know, back then, you know, I you know, you know, riff man. If you could get riff and pour your on out of Detroit, you know, and you were listening to the riff, you know, that was the that was the kicking ass you know, rock and roll station to listen to because Port Huron Port didn't have anything like that. You know, WLLZ, Doug Podell, you know, those were the, those were the two stations, you know. So, see, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that was the first time that the uh, signals were strong enough that we could actually get them all the way up here. So we we, we thought everything was new in 80. <laughs> well, yeah, because, you know, you're... All no, this you music's gotta, brand new to me because I never heard that on WPHM. <laughs> no. And, you know... That's, or CHOK. You, know, you, get, you, you get your first car, you know, and then you're getting the, the uh, antenna booster... Right, uh, you know your first Craco stereo cassette things with the cheap speakers or whatever it comes <laughs> with the, the pioneers, <laughs> just so you could wire up something. But yeah, you had the antenna booster, and then you know, you know, not not far after that, you know, it was only AM radio. You know, when FM came along, man, that was a big deal for a lot of people, man. Right, right. So, you know, AM was the way to go, and then you had heck you know, yeah stereo. And then uh, quadra, quadra, uh, quadrasonic, and uh, quadra, you know, whatever, you know, you know, that was a, you know, that was a big change for everybody. Man. Well, it's funny how long AM radio tried to hold on too, you know, thinking they were still the thing. And uh, once, yeah, once that, once that stereo sound came out, you know, once that, uh, that, you know, they called it high fidelity or whatever you want to call yes. it. Yes, yes. It, it didn't. It didn't matter. I mean, it, just the fact there was two speakers that were there was two things coming out of two different speakers. At that point, that's all that mattered, and everybody was on board. You know, and they, yeah, quad, quadraphonic, hydrophonic, liquiphonic, it whatever. Right. <laughs> it was it was all new technology at that point, but just the fact that there was a left and a right channel was what was fascinating everybody. And if you could do it, front, yeah. If you could do it in the front and the back, <clears throat> you were really cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that's what I was gonna say when we set up when. You know, after we built the cars, you know, the stereo systems in the cars, you know, you built the big speakers and wood shop, you know, with the, you know, you had these great big, uh, you know, 15s or whatever rolling in these big speaker boxes that you made in wood shop, you know, put them in your trunk that, you know, you were, you oh, were yeah. cool. Oh yeah. You were super then, Supercar. Yeah. And then setting up the home stereo systems when you had, you know, thousands and thousands of feet of speaker wire because you had to. <laughs> You had speakers everywhere, and I remember the first time uh, I did that. It was um, Ozzy Osbourne, Crazy Train, and uh, we were, you know, at my buddy's house, and we hooked this whole giant stereo system up, and we bought the album, and it was like, I, 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 you know, it was going around the whole room. You know, we had this thing perfect, man. Yeah, you know, sparking up a little two dollar pinner doobie. You know, listen, to Ozzy, you know, surround sound. <laughs> oh yeah, hell yeah. Uh, that was the shit, man. Yep. Know. Them's but, uh, the days. Them's the days. Yeah, I might be dating myself now, man. Well, I think you are, but that's okay. That's okay that's because right. that's something. But that's something that's, that uh, the millennials and the uh, Gen Zers don't get these days because it's just all surround sound with them, and if they can't wrap it around their head in, in sixteen different ways, they don't even get it. But uh, yeah, it was it was the day and age. It was the day and age, and you know, back uh, to back to albums. You know, I listen to so many albums and, and it's funny because they're now, 
they're now and I like it because like I said the, last year, the, the albums are making a comeback. The, they, me, they the never... millennials and Gen Zers are now discovering albums, and they go, "It's a sound like no other," you know, because their mom or their dad or somebody taught them that, and they went, "I'll listen to that," and they buy an album, and and, it, and you know as well as I do. There's just nothing that sounds like it does on a piece of plastic. It just it's a whole different sound. It's like you said, I got I just redid my whole my whole back bedroom and put all my albums back there and like I said, hooked up that quadra sound. Gina's like, What are you doing? I'm going, I'm revisiting the eighties. This room is now my room for Hell yeah. Know, Hell yeah, it's a great feeling. Albums and you know, I got feeling. like I said, I got the I got the leather chair with the ottoman in there. And I got all surround sound. I got some old school stuff that I just drug out and all my music's in there. And, you know, just some nights I just, yep, got an album that you just can't find anywhere. And it just doesn't sound the same uh, coming across the, you know, your stereo or whatever speakers you got hooked up to your internet or your, you know, computer or, or whatever, you know, you just can't find that sound anywhere. No, well, you can get lost in that shit, and that's easy to do, and I've done it many times, and, and there's many times that, you know, even when we get done with the show, sometimes I do a deep dive on stuff, because, you know, the robot bartender's pretty limited in her experience in music, and we just have fun just doing a deep dive on some old-school stuff, and it's it's great stuff, but but at any rate, because we didn't get to it last week, I'm going to get to it this week, and uh, we were in a different spot last week, and, uh, you know, with... Uh, with Florian, the passing of Florian and um, Kraftwerk, you know, I, I've heard so much Kraftwerk this week and I love it. You know, the passing of Florian Schneider. Um, but at the same time, this is the one that I wanted to get to last week. And if if anybody remembers, you know, we lost him way too young because of, you know, what he went through and his, uh, his illness. But uh, I'm just going to bring this up in the middle of the song. But uh, this is a little bit of... You know, going back to what we talked about, where have the blues gone? Where have all that stuff gone? This is one of the last guys that I remember doing it right. But uh, going back to a little bit of Roadhouse and a little bit of Jeff Healy, mm -hmm. here's as the years gone passing by, and here you go. A little bit of his guitar work. So when you push the power there you go. You click the power button twice, turns on the LED panel. There's a button. You know, and, and, and the beautiful thing was that boy, because of his lack of eyesight, you know, sat there and played that guitar in his lap. 
and sounded just as good as. Yeah, he basically it, learned uh, play those chords like backwards. Uh, it, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. You know, his. You watch. You know, I, I. You know, I play a little guitar, but uh, you know, I'm not great or nothing. But um, you know, watching him play, and it's like you, you have. You had, you got to reposition your whole hand to play those chords. Yeah. It, you know, sitting down and laying your guitar flat, it just, it just doesn't work the, you know, any other way. But to, to, you know, but being blind, I mean, you know, you, you adapt your uh, other senses, and he just, he figured out how to play that guitar that way. And amazingly, yeah. at that, you know, he just, yeah, he was, he was one of the greats. He really was. He really was, and that the and that's a talent. You're right, and I and I've and I've tried to pick at the guitar enough over the years to go. I can't play it up or down or sideways or whatever. So for you know for him to do what he did, and yeah, I got a lot of respect for guitar players because, and it's it's fun to watch him because you know with his fingers just pointed down on it, and yeah, it's 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 a talent all in itself. But yeah, what a, what an amazing guy! What an amazing yeah. guy! Too soon. And he yeah. is not part of the 2700 club, is he? Or the 27 club? 27 club. No, no, he didn't. He's not. You know. How old was he when he passed? Do you know? I do not know. I, I, I'm i pretty sure. He, I, he, I think he was early 30s. I don't know that for a fact. I want to say it was like 2000, uh, 2003, 2004. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But um, How old was Jeff Healy when he passed away? Jeff Healy was 41 years old when he oh, died really? in 2008. 2008. Yep. Okay. So I was off. I was off. Huh. Well, there we have so, it. So, okay. So this says in the previous 18 months, he had two sar sarcomas removed from his legs. Yes. So, yeah. He had, he had, so if I had to remember right, he had more, well, his health problem, his eye problem was caused by another condition. Yeah, see, I wish I would have done more of the deep dive on that because his health problems were caused by another condition, which actually became his his the death of him. And um, um, and I want to say there was there was cancer in his body in in one form or another. And I and I'm not sure that that's not what caused his loss of eyesight at an early age. Well, that's what that's what it's saying. He was okay. 41 Go ahead. Yeah, he, yeah. He was blind since infancy due to a rare form of cancer. Okay. So he, yeah, he's had it since infancy, uh, infancy, you know, he was not born blind though. No, he lost his sight at a very young age, but he was not born blind because of uh, a rare form of cancer. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the sarcoma that he, that I did, uh, I don't know. That's fine. That's Um, fine. I was just, I was just curious if you knew what it was. I, I didn't know if they had that in front of you, but I've never, I've never heard that word before. That words never came out of my mouth. I have that, that goes along with cancer in some way. And somebody's going to probably crucify us for not knowing more detail about it, but probably thank God. Thank God. It's not part of our, our, our family. And I don't know that much about it. So, um, you know, but, uh, yeah, no. Okay. So here, here's uh, sarcoma. Uh, a tumor that occurs in the bones and soft tissues. Sarcoma is an uncommon group of cancers which arise in the bones and uh, collective tissue such as fat and muscle. In most cases, it's not clear what causes sarcoma. Family history and exposure to chemicals or radiation may increase risk. Well, so yeah, but it's uh, it's definitely rare and it's uh, fewer than uh, 200,000 U.S. cases per year. So. Okay. 
Yep. And uh, requires a medical diagnosis, diagnosis uh, treatable by medical professional and lab tests and imaging always required. So yeah, there's, it's definitely a rare, you know, tumor. So, so, and apparently he obviously was subject to it his whole life because, uh, I mean, that was ultimately his death and, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Unfortunate, unfortunate. So, well, that's what, that's what bums me out is that, you know, all these great, uh, performers and stuff that died before their time, you oh. know, I just, you know, and there was a lot of them, you know, going back a ways, you know, I mean, countless and, even in uh, other age groups and stuff, you know, those, those people, you know, look at, uh, I, you know, Elvis, you know, Elvis died probably way before he should have. Sure. Uh, Prince, Tom Petty. Um, I mean, on and on and on and on. I don't want to leave anybody out. So, I mean, but yeah, don't even go down that road. Cause you're going to have a yeah, long, just, if you're going to start all the way back from Elvis and go all the way up to Tom Petty, you got a long ways right. in the middle. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, uh, you know, Chris Cornell, you know, uh, yeah don't yeah don't even bother don't even bother because this could take hours (laughs) but but what that that's what bums me out is that uh you know the music that those guys would have done if they would have they kept oh absolutely absolutely and and, and john lennon uh like i said don't want to leave anybody out but man if john lennon would have kept going uh you know how how would the how would the world be you know the beatles changed the world you know yeah yeah exactly exactly so, all right well must be getting to be that time of night for the uh you know what time it is don't you uh go ahead <laughs> you don't know i do know you do know top 11. I was, no is, is it the top 11 point uh i think there's something else no i got 11 i got i got a top 11 it, oh boy it's, yeah it's just pretty boring it's i'm not it's 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 going to take a whole 30 seconds. I didn't even know this existed. Um, the top uh, 11 or the ones you got? The ones that I got. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> top, listen to this. <laughs> top 11 ugliest colors in the world. Really? Yeah. And for some reason, I... Okay, so I was driving down the road. and And, you know, not to be stereotypical, but... It was this gray car pimped out and he goes by me and he's got gray, gray car pimped out on dubs, you know, doing all this. And he's got a pink steering wheel. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what's going on? And I'm just like, you know, I don't even know what to call that. And I just went, I, I just, it just came out. And I was like, that's, that's ghetto pink. <laughs> I go, you know, I was like, okay, so what are the ugliest colors? You know, you know, all right. So I, I just made one up and I went, you know, yeah, that's, that's ghetto pink, you know? <laughs> so, so I had to do some research and I'm like, so what are, what are like the top 11 ugliest colors, man? You know? So anyway, you got, so that was my bonus track, by the way, was ghetto pink. So. <laughs> are you, are you, are you doing this or is Mika doing it? Oh, everybody's here. Everybody just showed up. So. <laughs> Hi, everybody. There's Charlie, Gina, uh, Mika. Everybody's here. So, all right. So you got dark drab brown, beige, number two, lime green, mustard yellow, dark gray, white. White. White's an ugly color? White's an ugly color. I guess. Rust and light olive and ghetto pink. Nice. <laughs> 
So there you go. But uh, also I've seen on here is that they're actually uh, putting uh, these ugly colors on uh, cigarette cartons to to make to make you actually to deter smoking. To deter smoking, it's just such an ugly color that you don't you don't even want to buy the, <laughs> buy that pack of cigarettes because it's such an ugly color. You don't want a drab pack. Yeah, yeah. Give me one of those. Uh, Ghetto pink packs of cigarettes there with uh, some lime green with the yellow mustard uh, light 100s. There you go. There you go. Right. Give me two. Or a Give carton. me two. Yeah, two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, what else you got? Anything else? Or are we going to let them off the hook? Well, it's or... probably this time for uh, you to uh, support our sponsor. Hey, Hightower Meats coming at you, man. It is Call time for the joke of the week. Remember, oh, do you remember? Of the week. Yeah, you remember Sean's number? No, you got it. Oh, because it's not—it's not written in front of you. So make sure you get a hold of Sean if you—if uh, you need any uh, meat for your uh, meat needs. Uh, 810-434-6188. Get a hold of Hightower Meats and make sure you uh, give uh, give Sean your yeah, your uh, compliments and kudos for being one of our essential people in this in this day and age and and time but uh it's time for the uh time for the joke of the week what do you think preacher man i think you got it you think i got it i'm pretty sure you got something up your sleeve i don't know if i got it because i think i lost the uh i think i lost the uh connection to the joke of the week somewhere it was over here and then it went over here and where is it what do you got uh so these two lesbians walk into a bar no i just that's it which like, which bar was it i don't know that's just it. <laughs> just uh, the, just the go-to <laughs> yeah that's just it that's it that's, that's so i think before we get to the uh the shot of the, the the shot of the week is that what it was no before we get to the joke of the week we should do one more shot just for all of our listeners what do you think you in preach one, man? one more one more twan more you want twan more shot all right, here's to you, brother. One more let's, dickle. Let's do one to Twan. One more oh, to yeah. Twan. Twan actually showed up today for the testing, so it was very cool. We had a, a, a very social distanced uh, small party, but we had it. So one for the Twan and the uh, gathering today, or lack of gathering. So here's yep. to all you guys and whatever you're doing to stay safe. But uh, thank you very much. All right. Cure all right here. Mm-hmm. Remember, kids, drink your whiskey. And whiskey your drink. I remember there was an album like that. The smoker you the smoker you drink the Oh man, it's a Joel Walsh album. Anybody remember that one? I don't. I don't. Yeah. I can't believe it was a Joel Walsh album. I can't remember. yeah, I don't believe I can't remember it. Something the the smoker you drink, the 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 smoker you do, the drinker you get or something. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do <laughs> Oh, Joe, here he go. Here he goes again. Joe, yep, Joe Walsh album, uh, "The Smoker You Drink," something, something. Happy Ways is included on the album. The smoker you drink, the player you get. There you go. The there it smoker, is. The smoker you drink, the player you get. I knew it. Perfect. Bam, bam. Nailed you know, it. You got to love Google, man. <laughs> got to love it. It's right there. When you need it, it's right there. Thank See, you very much, we, man. Imagine if we put a we we. Uh, Added another member to the podcast family and actually put an Alexa up there. Well, we could just let her do the show. 
Right. We could just add, dude, we should get somebody that has an Alexa and bring it over and then just ask Alexa, like everything. <laughs> she could just do the show for us. All we got to do go. is that. Yeah, we just all we got to do is any any question you want. There it is. That's that's what we'll do for the anniversary show. We'll get that'll everybody be, an anniversary show, and we'll just let Alexa do the whole show. Dude, that'll be our new way forward <laughs> artificial intelligence uh, show. Uh, don't get left behind. AI is uh, coming. AI's coming. There we go. We should do that. That'd be cool. AI's coming. So yeah, we well, should. Let's, yeah, let's interview Alexa. See if she wants to do uh episode. We don't even know what episode that's going to be, but uh, no, we won't. No, but, uh, no. But so, one year, but, one year but anniversary. The, the one year anniversary, whenever that might happen, we're going to let Alexa do it. Yeah, we got to we got to do that. Oh, that'd be fun. We'll just sit back, get a bottle of Jack, and just ask Alexa everything. <laughs> see what she has to say. All right. Well, in the meantime, we're still doing a show. So here's the joke of the week. I'm going to, a husband and a wife are, are actually looking to speak in code because of their, their, their younger son. So a husband and wife decided they needed to use code to indicate that they want to have sex without letting their children in on it. So they decided on the word typewriter. One day, the husband told his five-year-old daughter, Go tell your mommy that daddy needs to type a letter. The child told her mother what her dad said, and her mom responded, Tell your daddy that he can't type right now because there's a red ribbon in the typewriter. <laughs> so the child went back to tell her, tell her father what mommy said, and a few days later the mom told the daughter, Tell daddy he can type a letter now. The child told her father, Return to your mother and announce... Never mind with the typewriter. He already wrote the letter by himself. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Never mind. Never. Oh, no, that was good. I Forget the red know. ribbon. Yeah, I like the red ribbon. That was, that I know. Good. <laughs> oh, good stuff, man. Yeah, it. Uh, that was. Uh, that was out of the archives. There's. Uh, there's still more in the file, but uh, <laughs> it's not gonna. I know you, It's you not gonna talk. get no better from here. I can tell you. <laughs> no. Nope. No, we better let them off the hook. We better, we better get out of here with our tail between our legs. Yeah. No shit. God bless them. You know they keep sticking around and they keep coming back and they keep sharing it with people. So. That's right. What can we do? So, what can we I, do? The show must go on. The show must go on. Uh-oh. I know that one. There's that sound. Yeah. You know what time it is. It is that time. It's it's 1031 somewhere. It is, too. Oh, brother. Well, hey, man. Good talking with you. Good, uh, it's good seeing you. Seeing good seeing you. Hopefully we Congrats. see you here soon. Very soon, yeah. I think. I think it's coming. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in, in Lansing, but uh, well, uh, I, I feel like the uh, the local attitude is uh, about the same. Yeah. Well, <laughs> after the twenty eighth, man, we'll have some. Uh, we'll have some yeah, we'll see. You know, yeah, I mean, I've seen more and more people going. You know, I I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't. I, I don't want to open. I do want to open. I. You know. All kinds of mixed reviews, all kinds of mixed attitudes, and, and I don't know. I don't know how it's going to play out. No. 
Well, stay tuned. Stay tuned, and we'll let you know after the 28th in Michigan what the hell is going yeah. on. Yeah, we'll see what happens around here. But same if you guys time. have any, you guys have any feedback or anything like that, go to the website, check us out, and uh, put your comments or whatever on there. Yeah, and, and, and we appreciate it once again. I mean, this week we had more bumps, uh, more people uh, liking us on Facebook. More people uh, joining the Podbeam, uh, jumping on there, making comments, uh, liking us. We got more followers uh, showing up on Podbeam. You know, very nice. We appreciate it. You know, and, and it's from all over the world. And you know, if you're if you're still listening, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. I mean, everybody from Australia to honestly South Korea. It's South Korea. Yeah. Just, bumped in there last week you know so yeah, i think we had a couple from japan i don't know they, yeah they, yeah all yeah over the, the, U- the uk the and uh scotland and ireland and uh yeah it's awesome to see all those people in there so Canada, you know. thank you very much thank you very much well, yeah, people but uh podcast you know like you said ground floor back on uh you know when we got into this was uh you know it's gonna be one of the one of the new things coming up you know you know uh, way of the future, people listening and doing doing things different than they did before. You yep. Know, podcast podcast was one of those things. So. Yep. Yep. So, yep. But we so we just it. want to I let you know. Yeah, we appreciate it and keep liking we love us. It. Uh, we have yeah. Fun. Make sure and uh, send us an email. Make sure you keep liking us on Facebook and uh, Twitter and, and and Podbeam. We love it. We appreciate it. But uh, All right. till Good we see that. you next time. Till we meet again. We We are out. Oh, cool. You could be in a freak show. I'm a freak show, man. Yeah, 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 yeah.